world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, if I get this right, uh, next week at this time, uh, it won't be August. It'll be September. Unbelievable, isn't it? How fast, uh, fast time is flying. In fact, when uh, Memorial Day, not Memorial Day, Labor Day, is that like next? Is that like next Monday? Week? Golly, I'm getting older every day. Hey, we're going to take some communion this morning, so I'll give you a second to to go get the elements ready. Uh, Myra, I'm going to give you a chance to pray us in right here at the very top. This is sort of a sort of a flea flicker Friday, but it's not. I got a lot of stuff, a lot of information. Uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh used to talk about Open Line Friday, and it never was. But uh, so I'm going to try to. I got a lot of stuff again that I'd like want to share with you today, but kind of throw it open to anybody out there got something pressing on their heart. We'll go with that. So Myra, go ahead and get us rolling here, if you can, dear. Uh, open us up here with prayer. Yes, Coach, I will be delighted to do so. It is written, James two eleven through fourteen. For he that said, do not commit adultery, said also, do not kill. Mm. Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye, so do us, they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall judgment without mercy that have showed no mercy and mercy mm-hmm. rejoiceth against judgment. What doth it profit commit my brethren through a man say he hath faith and hath not works? Can faith save him? Holy Spirit, you're welcome to coach Dave Heidel and we open our hearts to you. I unleash resurrection power, love, and joy to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Myra, what, ver- what verses were you reading there, dear? Yes, Coach. That was James yep, 2, 11 through 14. James 2, 11 through 14. James 2, 11 through 14. Folks, I can't get away. i got to throw this up here real quick because I want uh, want you to see something that the Holy Spirit just spoke to me as as Myra was uh, was reading that, James uh, 2, again, what was it, 11 through 14? Yes. Yes, uh, Coach, that is correct. Verse 12. So speak ye and so do ye, do, and so speak and so do, as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. Folks, there's the law of liberty. Do, do you understand that? There's a law of, thank God that the law of the spirit in of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. There's a law of liberty as well. God has set in place not only the natural laws, 
but there are spiritual laws. This, the idea of the law of sowing and reaping is, in fact, an unbreakable law, no matter what you think. If you plant peas, you get peas. If you plant corn, you get corn. If you plant mustard seeds, you get, you get mustard, right? The law of sowing and reaping is an unbreakable law. All of God's natural and all of God's spiritual laws are unbreakable. They're unbreakable. And uh, we don't get it. You cannot violate the you cannot violate natural law. You can overcome by you can overcome the law of gravity by getting a, a parachute. You can overcome it, but you can't violate it. You can't break it, all right? And we've we've come in America to think that we can alter and we can abolish or we can compromise on the law, spiritual laws and on the natural laws, and we're not able to do it. No matter how much you inject somebody with a hormone, you will never make a man a woman. That is violation of a natural law. It cannot be broken. And see, one of the things, oh man, I feel that. One of the reasons that we are in such a mess right now is because we we have been trained, my goodness, we have been trained to disobey man-made law. In fact, Joe and Roger and anybody else who is an attorney out there, they do they are pros at finding loopholes in legal laws. Yes or no, Joe? Yes or no, Roger? It's exactly what a lawyer do, does. And because of that mentality, we are always looking for loopholes in spiritual laws and in natural laws. And let me tell you, brothers, there ain't none. <laughs> there aren't any. So we're in the mess that we are in because we are trying to wiggle our way around Natural and spiritual laws that can't be done. It just can't be done. And, uh, uh, you know, America would be an unbelievably different country if we just, as I said yesterday, don't lie, don't steal, don't covet, and don't, uh, don't sleep around. If we, just, if we just promoted those, look, you could throw religion out, the, just throw religion out the window. Just throw it out. Throw Jesus out the window. Throw Jehovah. Throw it all out the window and just say, hey, listen, here's the laws we're, gonna rule, we're all going to live by. Uh, don't lie. Don't steal. Uh, don't kill, uh, don't uh, don't covet, and what, what's the other one I'm forgetting? Uh, don't don't sleep around. What would the world be like if we just made those revolutionary laws? Because see, they are spiritual laws, spiritual laws, and we think that you can break a spiritual law and get away with it, but you can't. There are consequences to it. But because we break natural law, I'm sorry, because we make man-made legal laws and get away with it, we think we can do the same thing with, with natural laws and spiritual. We can't do it. <laughs> uh, you will reap what you sow. You, you plant tomatoes, you ain't getting mushrooms. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Huh? You got X, X chromosome, you ain't an XY. There isn't anything you could ever do to make yourself an XY. And the only way that they can change it is to what? Try to counter it by injecting into you a thing that they tell you is for a virus. They, they inject this thing into that alters your natural DNA. Oh, man. Go ahead, Joe. I just had to follow up on that, Myra. Uh, yes, okay. sir, and you're right that lawyers Thank try to you. find the keys to the lock. To open they the door. try to find the holes in the law, don't they? Huh? They try to find the wiggle room in the law, right? Isn't it amazing that the law is jot and tittle, jot and tittle, and yet we live our lives as spiritual laws, 
and moral laws. There ain't no job and tittle. Yeah, do whatever you want to. <laughs> yeah, God would understand. God forgive them, right? We're, we're, the church is lawless, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're lawless. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, well, this morning I, I want to lead us in communion from 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 32. Give that to me again, Joe. First Corinthians, pull, pull, uh, pull that up, first, if you would. Pull first up, Corinthians first. 11, 23 to 32. Last week we were in chapter 10. Now we're in chapter 11. Corinthians is pretty focused on this topic, or were at that time. Go ahead. It's on the screen. Um. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So, I'm also going to leave, take our prayer now. Heavenly Father, as we read this and take communion, we do this on our spiritual knees in total gratitude for having a God that gave his only begotten son. And we, we know we sit, our spirits sit on your right hand with your son as a part of the body far above all these challenges we're facing today. And we ask you to forgive us our sins and our transgressions to bring us cleansed into your sight as we take this holy meal that heals with you. And we bless it and ask you to bless this bread and this drink representing your body and your blood. Amen. Amen. So... He said, take, eat. This is my body. Do this in remembrance from, of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup. When he had supped, saying, this cup is the testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning to the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if, he, if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chast, chastened of the Lord that we should not 
be condemned with the world. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So, Amen. Father, thank you so much. Amen. Amen, Joe. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. I, I, you know, I was thinking, uh, uh, boy, we love loopholes, don't we? How many of you love loopholes in the law? And and let's let's be that's what Joe and Roger that's what you pay those guys to do find those loopholes in the law. And I I think if we would be honest with ourselves we find ourselves doing that as well in our spiritual walk. A loophole in the law, the ultimate loophole in the law is it's under the blood. Huh? That's the ultimate loophole, isn't it? We can just claim that in. That's under the blood. It's it's under the blood, and it is under the blood. Unless you continue to go back and do it over and over and over again. And the Bible calls that the sin of presumption. I know it's sin, and I know I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it because I know he'll forgive me. That's called, that's called the sin of presumption. And if the truth were to be told, that many of us live our lives there, folks. Many of us live our lives under the sin of presumption. And uh, as I wrote yesterday, again, I want to, God, I want to I, I break this flow. Uh, one of the things I tried to point out yesterday when I, in the, the commentary that I wrote yesterday, is the idea that, that the law of God is so, so, it's so simple. Don't lie, don't steal, don't covet, don't commit adultery. It's so simple. And yet we spend our whole life, did God really say, always poking, looking for loopholes. And I don't know about you, I want, I want to know the truth. I want to obey the truth. I want to follow the truth. I want to love the truth. And loopholes don't get you to the truth, boys and girls. And for the most part, I think our churches, Christianity in general, Bible says in Jude, that evil men have crept in unawares and they've changed the truth of God into a lie. Worship and serve the creature more than the creator. That's what we do. We serve the creator by, I'm sorry, we serve the creature by looking for loopholes in what God said. Did God really say? It's a loophole. That was the, uh, would Satan be the prosecuting attorney or would he be the defense attorney? When Eve ate that apple, did, did he say, that's all right. God didn't really mean that. Spiritual loopholes. I think we have to be really, really careful of those. Especially, the Bible teaches us, after you know the truth. See, after you know the truth and you continue to do it, well, you, you're walking on some thin ground out there, baby. It's one thing if you, uh, if my, my uh, grandson throws a rock, plays baseball, he's outside, and he's, I used to do it all the time. He used to throw up stones and hit them. My dad always used to, Always used to get, always used to get my butt beat because my dad said, "Don't do that." And he'd come home and I'd be throwing up rocks and hitting him with a baseball bat. And the first time that I did that, just like I started to say with David, my grandson, if David's outside and he's throwing up rocks and hitting them, I'm going to say, "Hey, David, don't do that. Don't do that. You could break a window. Don't do that." So David's innocent up at that point of the sin of hitting rocks. He's innocent of that sin, really. It's what they would call original sin, maybe, huh? But the next time I drive into the driveway and David's still throwing up stones and hitting him with his baseball bat, you want to be a little bit more stern. 
I'm going to go over. I'm going to take the bat from him. and say, stop it. Will you stop that? I told you, don't do that, David. Don't do that. And inevitably, David will keep looking for loopholes. And what's he going to do? He's going to hit a rock through my, my, my front window. And we do that a lot in our walk with the Lord. He says, don't do that. We say, okay. And then we, when he's not around, we throw up rocks and we hit him. And uh, eventually we're going to break a window. And then when we break the window, we're going to say, oh, God, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you reach the point? Do we, this, you bet, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. Do we ever reach a point? Do you ever reach a point? You said, I better not do that again. Yeah, hey, listen, you're fooling around with that pornography, and you know it's a sin, and you continue to do that, and you think the Lord's going to forgive you for it. Boys and girls, you are stepping on some very, very thin ice. Amen. But that's one of the ways we've bastardized the law. Oh, God, he'll forgive us. It's under the blood. I'll confess it and he'll forgive it, right? Try, try, that with, try that with my dad, getting those rocks. I get through about, maybe I might get two warnings. Ain't no third warning. Especially if that window's busted, there's some hell to pay. I just think we need to be, hey, Myra got me into this flow, so I'll, I'll get out. I think there's something to be said from it. Um, go ahead real quick, Julie. Yeah, on a note to that, um, I think a lot of these churches, they teach hyper-grace where, you know, it's really sad. They they teach hyper-grace. I I got a couple things I got to make sure I I, I cover this morning. I want to say this almost prophetically. I'll get you just a second, Kevin. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. Donald Trump, President Trump, if you're watching, I'm going to give you a fair warning here today. I know you're probably not, but maybe somebody can get to you. If you don't come out soon and say that the vaccines were a mistake and that you were misled by Fauci and Burks and all these people around you, sir, if you don't come out soon and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong, I got bad advice, you, your, your, your ship's going under. Your ship's going to go under. Because they're going to begin, as the truth comes out, and they're explaining to everybody that, yes, <clears throat> the vaccines <clears throat> did cause people to die. Yes, the vaccines are still causing people to die. Yes, those of you who took a vaccine, there's going to be a horrible price for you to pay. Do you know who everybody's pointing at, Mr. President, Mr. Former President? They're going to all turn their fingers, and they're going to point right at you, and they're going to show clips of you over and over and over telling how safe they were, take the vaccine, it's good for you, and they're going to point their finger at you and say, Donald Trump did. Donald Trump. Here's evidence. Donald Trump told you all to take it. He told you it was safe. And if he doesn't get out ahead of this, they're going to bury him. I I, I saw this. um, Which one is it, Spencer? I don't even know if I numbered it. Uh, uh, no, where, where, oh, hang on. I got to, I, I knew I was going to do this. Trump must speak up. They're already starting to blame him. Oh, there it is. It says, uh, uh, Trump must speak up. Narrative shift. Democrats slam Trump for rushing COVID vaccine without enough safety data. Here it Boom. comes, folks. Here he it did. comes. Boom. He did. He did. 
He did. He's guilty. He did. So what does he say? He can't deny that he said it. The only thing he can deny is I trusted Fauci. I trusted Burks. I trusted the experts and they didn't give me good data. That's the only thing he can say, friends. If he doesn't get, if he doesn't get out ahead of this, they will bury him. Amen. Just, I'm just telling you, just telling you. Because we all know, as Mark Trump just said, he did say it, didn't he? He did. He took credit for all of the vaccines. We've rushed it through. It's ready. Everybody, yeah, I take it. You take it. Everybody take it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody took it. And now he can't say, uh, I didn't say that. Because he did. They got him. They got him dead to rights. Narrative shift. Democrats slam Trump for rushing COVID vaccine without enough safety data. Oh, I got a lot to go, but it's open. It's open lines. Go open uh, flea flicker. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, I just wanted to go back to the law for a second. Um, when you said when you said God only gave us 10 laws, it, it made me realize something. Um, there's a famous quote from the Roman historian Tatticus or Tacitus. Um, the more laws a government seeks to create, the more corrupt the government is. OK. And if you think about it, isn't the fact that the God only gave us 10 laws, 10 basic laws to follow a testament to how ultimately uncorrupt God is, if you think about it. Say that again, Kevin. Okay, so the Roman historian Tacitus said the the more corrupt the government, the more laws it seeks to create. I got you. Okay, yep, yep. Look at how God only gave us ten laws. Actually, he only gave us us six, really. He only gave us six. Yeah, so let's say six, okay. Isn't that a testament to how ultimately uncorrupt God is. Yes, that's right. And remember this, his commandments are always protective. They're not restrictive, they're protective. Hey, if you could, Spence, I just sent you, uh, Mark Trump just sent sent me a Wikipedia thing, Operation Warp Speed. You guys remember that? You guys remember that, Operation Warp Speed? Spence will get it up there for us a second. Wikipedia. Wow, it's getting it up there. Come on in, Angie. Good morning. I just wanted to remind people that the two of the greatest commandments that Jesus reminded of, which is Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 6, and Leviticus 19, 18, are not part of the Big Ten. So it isn't just the Big Ten. There's others that are in there that are better. Right? I mean, love the Lord your God is not part of the Big Ten. Loving others is not part of the Big Ten. There's more to it than just ten. And people need to realize that. Amen. Amen. Well, boy, we, well, I don't open that can of worms, but amen, right? Actually, Jesus said there's only two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and your soul. And number second is like, second one's like. Yeah. yeah. Upon these two hinge the whole of the law. Upon right. those two right. hinge the rest of what he told them. Right. So up on the screen, I got Operation Warp Speed. Wikipedia. Operation Warp Speed was a public-private partnership initiated by the United States government to facilitate and accelerate the development, manufacturing, and distribution of COVID-19 vaccines, therapeutics, and diagnostics. First news report of Operation Warp Speed was April 29, 2020. Who was president then? Was that Clinton? Was that Obama? 
And the program was officially announced on May 15, 2020. It was headed by Mons Kseth Aslahi from May, and then to David Kessler from January, and was transferred into the responsibility of the White House COVID-19 response team. There you are, boys and girls. Program promoted mass production of multiple vaccines, different types of vaccine technologies based on preliminary evidence allowing for faster distribution if clinical trials confirm one of the vaccines is effective. The plan anticipated that some of these vaccines will not prove safe or effective, making the program more costly. Operation Warp Speed initially funded with about $10 billion from the CARES Act, which is the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, passed by the United States Congress. It was an interagency program that includes components of all those government agencies let me ask you something. Who was president of the United States then? You better heed me, Donald J. Trump. You better heed me. You better come out tomorrow. From what I understand, I was talking to somebody yesterday who knows people, whatever that means. And they say that he doesn't even he he won't even listen. He doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to go. He does not want. He doesn't, folks, he don't get it. He don't get it. Dale. Absolutely, Coach. Not only that, he was getting bad information. Yet Donald Trump's biggest problem, truthfully, is I think I think he had a good heart about it, but the fact of the matter is he he hates being wrong. He hates admitting being wrong. And it's not just yep. on this, on many right, aspects. That's yep. a big call. He needs to see that. But watch this. Who was really over warp speed that he was getting his information from? None other than Mike Pence. Mike Pence was, listen, Donald Trump was being president. And this is who he passed it off to. And this is where he was getting his green light from. And the fact of the matter, vaccine testing, my wife goes in depth in that stuff. It takes decades because they test it on everything from uh, a preborn all the way through teens and to young adulthoods to see how it affects every single person along the way in their life. Okay, so Dale, Dale, I'm looking for Harry Truman. Everybody see Harry Truman? Michelle, Harry Truman up there? Huh? The buck stops here. Absolutely. That's why we need a coach in the White House. Right? The buck stops here. He can't say the devil made me do it. He has to say... If it's my fault, I take responsibility, but I was lied to. And if he doesn't do that, he will not be reelected. Mark my words. Come on in, Mel. Yeah, you know, um, it's just another public-private, you know, partnership, another massive payout, redistribution of money. I got off that Trump train a while ago. I remember him promoting remdesivir, the ventilators, all that stuff that's on the hospital protocol that's killing people. So, I mean, I would encourage you. I know that we all, I mean, I was at Trump rallies. You know, I was a big fan during his presidency, but we have to step back and actually look. He's he's promoting and taking positions just like we see the clear enemy. So we have to look at a third option. Does he have the Holy Spirit? Does Donald J. Trump have the Holy Spirit? I pray he does. Does he? Does he? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I got the Holy Spirit. I knew from the get-go that vaccine was evil. I knew it. Now, did the Holy Spirit not tell him, or does he not have the Holy Spirit? Myra. 
which um, I just give praise and glory to the Lord for truth in this program. And Dale, it's right. He was given the wrong information and he needs to admit it. So Amen. Revelation 15 to 3. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Hallelujah. Amen. Jonathan. Can hear you, John. Uh-oh, he may have hung up. May have hit the wrong button and hung hung up there, right? Uh, I'm waiting for him to get back. Silver, go ahead, Silver. I don't. I listen. I got all kinds of things I want to talk about. I'm pausing to see if I don't want to change subjects on you. Go ahead, Silver. Oh, we'll keep it on topic. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. The, yes. Uh, uh, two things. There are actually 613 laws. Yes. In, in Hebraic stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, yep. A very large amount deal with operation of the temple. Okay. And then there's the other stuff that deal with homosexuality, bestiality, things along that line. Okay. And then jots and tittles are real things. Uh-huh. Real <laughs> meanings based on where they're placed. So Amen. Uh, it's it's bigger than you know. Uh, than and most he said he'll pay those jots and tittles, didn't he? Yes. And I have a teaching on that. So uh, we will probably bring that in sometime. Gotcha, brother. Gotcha. Rich, come on in. Yeah, I, I, I've, I have several times, and I'll do it again today. I have thanked the Lord that I heard him and listened to people like Doug Hagman early on to know and to learn. To, to, you know, when everybody else was saying, take the shot, this is the right thing, I was saying, no, I'm not doing it. You know, and I mean, I, I heard on the news the other day, just yesterday, they were talking about Fauci and the, and the Wuhan and how he's tied to that. And we were all talking that early on when everybody thought we were nuts and the conspiracy theorists. So I just want to thank the Lord for that. I listened to the Holy Spirit and I and I heeded his word. Amen, brother. Amen. That's what I, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm in that small, still voice. Quit fighting against that small, still voice. Did God really say? Oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, before you go to bed every night, you're gonna go in there and you're gonna look at a little bit of that pornography, and it's, it's under the blood. Really? Good luck with that one. So I know the truth, and your truth, and you know it's gonna set you free. But you got to know it. You got to follow it. You got to obey it. Because the opposite of being free is being in bondage. And you tell me if you're looking at porn or whatever you're doing, you tell me you're not in bondage? You think you're free? You think you're saved? You think you're you think it's under the blood? Every time when you go back and return to your vomit? Think so, really? Good luck with that one. That's a sin of presumption. I'm looking it up right now. That's why I got David killed. Or not killed. That's what that's what got David in trouble. The sin of presumption with Bathsheba. David almost never recovered from it. God could have forgiven it, but he didn't forgive it. Because David knew better. And the Lord knew that David knew better. And he continued to do it. And some of you, all of us, we're in some serious trouble. Because we're trusting God to be totally, completely merciful towards us. Even though we denied the law and did it anyway. 
We know it's wrong, and we did it anyway. Would you put up with that from your kids? Would you put up with that with your own children? Your daddy says, don't do that, and you do it. You tell your children, don't do that, and they do it. Say, oh, well, it's under the blood. Grampy forgives you. I always forgive you. Whew. Come on, Kevin. All right, Coach, for one year, for one year now, Alex Jones has been screaming from the rooftops, getting messages to Trump, telling him exactly what you just said, that he needs to come out against this, tell the public he was wrong, he was misled, and put the blame squarely on who is to blame here, who purposely misled him, okay? He's been saying it for one year because he said what they're going to do when this thing starts to fall apart, and they can't hide the deaths, and you start seeing the, the rats jumping ship. They're going to flip the script and turn it on him, okay, and blame him for it. So this is an indication now that you're seeing the media right on cue this week flipping the script. That's your indication that this thing is coming off the rails. They can't hide it. Their, their, their jig is up, and their game is falling apart. You're seeing it in real time. That's what's happening. They can't. They can no longer hide it. They're now getting fearful. They're about to be caught up with. So they're looking for a straw man to pin it on. That's the thing. They need a fall guy. So you're actually. So we're actually seeing what we've been praying for. Lord, please cause this thing to come off the rails. That's right. That's right. And all of us who are praying, all of you out there, been praying for Donald Trump. You better hear. You better. You better get this. Presumptuous sins are intentional sins. Oh, when you do a a sin of presumption is a sin that you know is wrong and you do it with premeditation. Mm. Jonathan, try to get back in here if you can. Yeah, just another perspective on this. I I did a lot of research on this, obviously, like a lot of us. Um, he was pushing the uh, the uh, all the Dr. Z stuff, and it was blocked. So he was pushing therapeutics in New York. That's where because that's where it was hot, and literally CDC people shut it down. I think when we look at this and we judge him harshly, we got to be careful. Like he had all this. This was pre-planned a long time ago to do this. They were, you know, the COVID thing was to to do mail-in ballots, all that stuff, kill the economy, ruin everything, stop, you know, great reset. Oh, all that on, stuff was behind okay, hang on this. No, hang on a second. Folks, listen. They can't do a, they cannot do a new reset. They cannot advance the new world order with a strong, economically powerful America. They can't do it. They have to destroy the American economy so that they can bring in the order. Go ahead, Jonathan. I didn't mean to step on you. Yeah, and and so he started pushing Dr. Z's therapeutics, and they hid the data. And then they outlawed um, HCQ, and it did all kinds of nonsense, right? So the angle that I'm just putting into the conversation, because I think it should be fair, is – he had this preset vaccine sitting there. And I think part of the reason he pushed it was to make it fail. And it did. And, and, and originally it was just for the older folks. It was originally where they made the mistake was they went after the kids. 
And I think this is where they're going to go down is the, the myocarditis. Right here, Wake Forest, you know, finally got a good football team. They had a quarterback, Sam Hartman, tremendous year last year. He came back for one more year. They got, they're set up to have another good year. And he's in the weight room, and uh, he starts turning colors. And I know somebody knows the doctor that treated him. His blood system is full of clots, and he's out indefinitely. And I'm praying specifically that because we're a medical university, that because this is so personal now, and his parents and all that, that there would be investigation into why does this young man who is healthy as can be have blood clots that keeps him out of being a, a competitive so here's, athlete. So here's, so here's our problem, folks. Thanks, John. Here's our problem. See, uh, we have no one to appeal to, folks. We have no one to appeal to. The entire government is corrupt. But you have no one that you can take honest evidence to and get a fair hearing. They are all corrupted. All of them are corrupted. You have to understand it. Right? The legal system is corrupt. The, the, the Department of uh, uh, the whole uh, what, what, medicine, that's all, it's all corrupt. It's all Amen. money. It's all yeah. money. It's all money. There's no redress of grievances available to Americans today. That's our problem. Craig, go. Two tracks today, Coach, going back to Psalm, the law. Psalm, uh, Psalm 19, verse 13. Psalm 19, verse 13. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Psalm 19, 13. No, you got it backwards. 19, 13. Keep back thy servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. What? The presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion on me. Raise your hand right now. If you'd never heard of presumptuous sin before, you don't have to. It's right there in front of us. Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, this goes back to the thing about sin. This is from Galatians 5, 19. It says, now the works of the flesh... So we know that's not the spirit. But the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, Mm -hmm. hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I do also tell you in times past, that those who practice, that means it's a continuum, it's a, you practice these things, such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, a righteous man falls seven times, he picks himself up. He doesn't keep practicing and affirming those things. If you practice and you affirm those things, you need to go to the Lord in deep repentance. So I'm going to take it down a bunny trail because I think it's important for us to understand. What, Craig, where, where was that that you were reading? That's Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Get it up there, Galatians 5, 19 through 21, because I'm going to, uh, uh, thank you, Lord. I'm going to show you something here. <clears throat> Five. He, t- he, t- he told you what all the works of the flesh were, right? Envyings, murdering. Go on down to the bottom. Go on to the bottom. Because look, right there it is. Stop right there. 
as I have told you in the times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Time out! That ain't heaven. It doesn't say you're not going to go to heaven. What is the kingdom of God? We're told in the book of Romans, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, that's the kingdom of God. In other words, if you're doing these things, you're not going to have righteousness, peace, and joy now. Not in the future. Sneaking around and doing secret sin will not allow you to enter, inherit the kingdom of God. You will be miserable, let alone the fact that you're going to end up uh, not in a, ain't going to end up well for you. They understand that if you're doing these things, you are not walking in the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You cannot walk in the kingdom of God and be doing such stuff. Boom. This is not about just going to heaven. Right? Dr. Paul, come on in. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, he never mandated anything. He suggested it. I believe he saved millions of lives because he mentioned chlorine dioxide and hydroxychloroquine. I'd like to know if his son got the vaccine. Okay. I would like to know if, if he really did, Paul, to be honest with you. I yeah, would like to know. I so, what I'm, so what I'm saying, Paul, and you're, uh, I'm agreeing with you, he needs to come out and say, this is what happened. This is what they told me. This is what I said. Right? That. A little humility, a little humility goes a long way, Coach. If he he doesn't get out in front of it, boys, I'm telling you. The mirror image mayor of of, uh, our president, Trump, was LePage. He got the vaccine, okay? He admitted he was wrong. And we had a meeting with him. He admitted he was wrong. He wasn't going to... uh, promote these mandates. Remember, I don't think Trump ever pushed mandates. I think he pushed it for the elderly because he believed that stuff. <laughs> I, I I promise you he's going to humble himself and he's going to come out with this. I promise well, you. He's going to have to because they're going to they're going to show clip after clip after clip of him saying how good the vaccine. They're going to show they're going to show it. Yeah, they always do, coach. He's going to yep. win. Please. He's got to get out ahead of it. God bless you. Michelle. Amen. Good morning, team. Yeah, happy Friday. Hi, Coach. Um, so g- let me just address what John said, because I'm, I'm sure he didn't mean that it was okay to give these shots to old people instead of kids. I'm sure he didn't mean that, because nobody should have gotten these shots. And if our, I didn't um, mean that. I didn't mean that. I, I was know. just saying uh, our, last, Nobody should have gotten these shots. And if Trump did not get the shot and he pretended he did, and led other people into doing it. I'm sorry, guys, that's a sin. These are, if he did not get the shot knowing it was harmful and other people thought he did and went and got the shot and are damaged, come on. Um, And also he never, he never talked about vitamin C, D3, K2, zinc. He never talked about that. Um, And the, I sent you, um, I emailed you just now uh, a clip of Trump from his latest tour with O'Reilly Um, which I think finished in January, the clip I think is from January, of him sitting there saying, I've got the vax, Um, it's good, get the vax. He's still saying that stuff this year to go get it. And Kevin, what you said, you are... 
You are right on, Kevin, because here's a um, headline right here for you. Here we go. Far left and mainstream media blame Trump for vaccine as vac dangers come to light. And this is at the Gateway Pundit. So they're already starting down that trend. I already said that. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Look, look, look. If he doesn't come clean, they're going to bury him with it. Mark it down. Mark it down. You can make all the excuses you want to for him. All the excuses. He he has probably some very justifiable reasons why he can say, these people told me to do it. These people, they, if he doesn't come out and say, look, I was wrong. I got bad advice. He ain't going to be reelected. He has to do that. So if you have a prayer, that'd be the prayer I'd be praying. Because can I tell you this? If he doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be president. Boom. Randy. Well, as for me, Coach, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my mouth shut for a little bit longer. I'm gonna be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. I think we need to practice that, especially until we see all the evidence. Um, yeah. But I want to go. To, I want to give you a scenario here, Coach. I want to give you the Ten Commandments. I'm going to set you down here and take you into a room and here's the two tables and there's a table with the 10 commandments on one. And there's a table with the two commandments over here on the other one. It's love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbors yourself. Okay. Which table are we going to sit down at? I want everybody to think about this. Which table are you going to choose? You have two laws that are superior and then you have these other 10 that says, oh, you can't do this. There's two that says, do this and choose life. And here's over here, don't do this or you're going to die. Coach, we're better than this. We got to see this, coach. We don't need the 10 commandments. I keep the law. I don't need, I don't even consider those. I love God. I love Jesus and I love my neighbor. I get up loving them. I don't, those 10 laws are for the people that don't love God, that don't love their neighbor. Amen. They have to be kept in line. They have to live under the law. That's why Jesus, Paul teaches, you ain't under the law. You're under grace, people. Do you understand this? We don't, okay, we need to be the people. The righteous need to be the ones that enforce the Ten Commandments. And I think we should. So look, for, look. I'm going to the table with the two laws that are under grace and that I have faith in, and that's the ones I'm going to live by. I don't know. So, so the Bible teaches us that the spirit of the law brings life and the letter of the law kills. You cannot follow every law. You can't, not without, you can't, you just can't, but not without the, I, that's my opinion. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot, you cannot follow every law. So understand this. When you look at the Ten Commandments, Jesus, when they asked Jesus, which is the greatest, he broke it into two tablets. And I've told you this, shared this with you before, that if you look at the Ten Commandments, there's not five tablets on one, or five commandments on one and five on the other. There's four on one because they all have to do with your duties to God. You know what the first four commandments, right? No graven images, no gods before me, uh, keeps holy the Sabbath day. Four of them, four of them. And then the next six have to do with your relationship with your fellow man. They're on a different tablet. And so when they asked Jesus, which is the greatest, he said there's only two. 
Love your neighbor as yourself. If you love your neighbor as yourself, you won't covet, you won't commit adultery, you won't steal, you won't lie. They're all encompassed. It's the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. If I love you, I won't. If I love my wife, I won't sleep around on her. If I love Jonathan Keener, I won't lie about him. If I love Myra, I won't steal from her. It's the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. We have to be very, very, very careful on two things. Number one, living our lives in legalism. Legalism kills. The letter of the law kills. But we have to also balance what they call antinomianism, meaning no law. No law at all. Hyper grace. That's broad is the way and narrow is the gate. I don't steal from Jeff Klein, not because the Ten Commandments tell me that I can't. I don't do it because I love my brother. You, you, you get the difference, friends? Boom. And there's a constant drag to try to pull us into legalism or into hyper grace. The Bible says for you to know to do good and not to do it, to you it is sin. We're so complicated, it seems. The letter of the law kills. The spirit of the law brings life. Man, there are a lot of them want to get in here. Go ahead, Dale. Amen, brother. If we go to those two things, we, we can't take text out of context, otherwise got a pretext, which is nothing but a lie. So when Jesus was speaking of this very thing, he was addressed from a lawyer, from a Pharisee, and they were asking him the question, what, are the, what is the greatest commandment? And when he explained it, he quoted two passages of scripture. We're familiar with it, out of Deuteronomy. And the second one was like under the first, it's not the first, it's like is found in Leviticus chapter 19, starting with verse 15, all the way down through where he ends when you will love your neighbor as yourself. But everything prior to that talks about that you will judge with a righteous judgment of your neighbor, that you will not incur his sin. You will rebuke your neighbor. That is loving your neighbor, is correcting your neighbor when they're wrong. That is the true love of a neighbor. It's not just about throwing it out there. But what we want to do, we want to correct God. We want to change God. We want to say we unconditionally love our neighbor, but we want to correct God. This is where a problem is right there with the church. So, brother, those two things, when he talks about what are the two greatest commandments, he he knew who he was talking to. And who he was talking to knew exactly what he was saying when he said what he said. Because in Hebrews, it says he didn't say he nullified the law. He says, no longer are they written on tablets of stone, but they are written on your heart. These things, I don't need tablets of stone in front of me because he says, I've, I've put this in your conscience. You know, you already know. And I go back to the Trump thing, brother. Let me tell you what, I'd hate to be in his position. I'd have hated to be in his position. I'd hate to be in his position today. But what we were talking about this with my wife, that's exactly what they're doing. They are turning the tables. Can I say this last thing? There, there's no easier way to destroy a company than sue it under the table. And what's happening, what I'm seeing here, you want to talk about the great world plan that's coming forward to destroy the United States and this economical system is they're going to allow the unleashing of these lawsuits, which we are already seeing where the nurses are suing and everybody's winning who's suing. 
we're about to destroy the economy through lawsuits. Amen. Bernie. Yeah, thanks, Coach. The um, You know, the topic you have today is one that's not discussed, and it really needs to be discussed. Everybody's always on, you know, anytime you, you start to say one thing, then they, they shut you down. But humility, well, I tell you what, you know, for a guy who's had, whenever you've been success, successful and you start to be a leader and you start to think you're great, oh, man, that's this is going to be the hardest thing in the world for Donald Trump to, to um but it's yep. necessary spiritually. We all need to humble ourselves because that no one should boast. God's allowing us all to fall. That temptation has got to been so great. Oh, I can be the savior. You know, that we all want to be the savior instead of letting God be the savior. What What is the deal? Because we want the worship instead of giving the worship to God. This would be yeah. a really spiritual growing moment for Donald Trump if he makes it. You know, he's either going to, he's either going to live by by humility or he's going to die all right the lord, the lord will bless him if he does it in, in my in my opinion the lord will bless him that former right right I, i'm sorry i was wrong hey folks you understand what that admission would be you understand how many people are going to be able to point their finger at him what did harry truman say doc stops here folks i'm sorry i'm sorry i got bad advice i got bad advice i believe I got the lie the, such bad advice, I took the jab. I took it. Had I known that it was going to kill people, do you think I would have taken it? I was misled. That's all he's got to, that's all he's got to say. I think. I think he has R. to say. My, my heart, he has to admit his heart is the problem. Okay. Yep. yep, that's right. That's what okay. Senator Presumption. Go ahead, Al. Okay. When did any of us first hear about COVID-19? I remember the moment, but I don't remember. I don't remember. It was back August of 2000, maybe. I don't remember when it was. Or 2020? January 2020. January I 2020. heard of it uh, at December 2019. Okay, okay go ahead. Here go we ahead, go. I'm just a dumb old hillbilly. But uh, back in <clears throat> January of 20, when I heard about this, uh, which uh, I uh, I heard that it started in November of 19, and I related to something that happened to myself in August of 19, uh, probably the worst thing in my uh, life ever hit me. Uh, okay, moving forward to January, I said, uh, I've got to look some things up. Okay, and that particular day, by the way, uh, I was reading about, I need to get some of these medical masks. At 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday in cold weather, I took off and went to my local uh, 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 Walmart store several miles away because I couldn't find any of those medical masks on the Internet. On Amazon, nowhere. Couldn't find them. But I did find them on a Walmart website. So I went to Walmart, Moundsville, West Virginia. And I went in there, and I asked this uh, person, uh, where are those medical masks? And she told me where they were. And so I went to the location, 
and I couldn't find any medical mask. So I went back to the pharmacy uh, window, and three people spoke up and said, oh, the Orientals come in and bought all of them today. I said, you're kidding me. I said, how about uh, <clears throat> New Martinsville, West Virginia, 30 miles away? Can you look that up? Yeah, they got them. I hauled ass 30 miles south, went into Walmart pharmacy. No, we don't have any. I said, well, give me some advice. Across the street to Walmart, two blocks. I'm sorry, Walgreen. I went into Walgreen, and I asked the first person I saw where those medical masks were. And uh, they directed me down to a certain aisle. I went down there, and uh, there were two people stalking in that aisle. I said, can you show me where those medical masks are? And uh, they spoke up and said to me, like I should know this person, and I believe it's a doctor's wife, Mrs. Chen bought them all this afternoon. <laughs> so somebody overheard that conversation. They said to go up to Dollar Tree. Went up there, and I bought 100 of them for 10 bucks. Okay? 10, bu- 10 in a pack. Moving forward, I got come back home and did my, more research, and I got to tell you about this. This is interesting. The, what I looked up was uh, I found where in 2012, Dr. Burks, Fauci, Obama, and Mrs. Gates were over there at that place in China called the Wuhan Lab. Hey, RL, listen, dude, I'm, I'm, we're, running, we're running out of time here. Dude, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. Every step of the way, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm yeah, with you. Nothing in North Carolina and what was going on down there, and they shut that down and got the hell out of there. Hey, man, nothing hidden that will not be revealed. All this stuff's coming out, RL. Uh, this stuff is all, hey, I don't mean to walk. I only got a couple minutes left. Hey, hey. 48, tw- January 21st, 2019. I remember that specifically. And you got to hear this, Coach. <laughs> I also did an investigation, my own personal, into the number of deaths in the United States every day. Uh, you can go by all the way back to 2015, and every year the average was 7,400 and some from all sources. Now, you look that up and see how many people. Uh, hey, RL, RL, I'm out, of, I'm out of time. We get it, dude. We get it. This has been a conspiracy from the very beginning, from the mm. very beginning. Hey, listen, I'm heading to, where am I going? I'm going to spend the weekend with Kentucky with some of my good friends. Hope to see all of you down there. It's going to be a wonderful event. Uh, Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Crazy stuff going on. God bless you. Have a great weekend. See you Monday morning.